0: Well, welcome to the first Kurt Schlichter Town Hall VIP podcast. I don't know what the hell we're going to be doing. I do know it may be a little bit unsafe for work. See, you may want to turn it down a little because uh, I, I may I may freestyle it a little. I may get a little. I, I may work some blue. Which is uh, uh, something that I do anyway. Uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for being part of Town Hall VIP. I appreciate you coming on here. I appreciate you checking out the podcast. I don't know exactly where we're going to go with it. Okay, I like to or I like to exist in kind of a universe of chaos where I'm not sure exactly what's gonna happen next. I I have a plan. I've got kind of a general notion about where I wanna go, but we may go off on tangents because as I understand it, it's my podcast. So I'm going to do whatever the hell I feel like doing. And if you wanna listen, that's cool. And if you don't wanna listen, that's also cool. You just suck. Because if you're not listening to my podcast, You've you you've failed, and no one will ever love you. So you got that out there, and I just wanted to throw that out there. Now here's my problem: I'm recording this on Sunday, the eighth of December, the day after a a Pearl Harbor Day. And of course, if you're you know a public school graduate in the last twenty years, you don't know what Pearl Harbor is. Uh, and if you do, you probably think it's America's fault that the Germans bombed us. Here's my problem with this weekend, and it's kind of a challenging problem. There's nothing going on. For like the first time in three years, we don't have some amazing crisis going down. We don't have some bizarre um, uh, kerfuffle, you know? Oh, I I mean, the best we've got is Donald Trump's salt shakers are slightly taller than other people's salt shakers. And that's not a thing, really? I mean in the in the in the Trump scheme of things salt shaker height differential is not a huge thing usually we've got well Donald Trump is uh, you know obstructing justice well he's not doing that Uh, Donald Trump is um, doing other things that are bad and that's not a thing either What do we have? You know, he's not, you know, Donald Trump's, uh, you know, Donald Trump dated Playboy bunnies. Aren't you outraged? And most guys are going, "Mm -hmm, I guess in theory. Instead, what we have is we're just kind of like waiting for Horowitz to drop his uh, uh, thing tomorrow, drop his report on the 9th. Um, Let me give you my prediction now it's not going to be much and we'll we'll talk about that in a minute but in any case i am kind of at a loss i'm sorry I, i got interrupted it had to do with tomato paste just just let's just leave that there in any case there's nothing going on i'm not i you know we don't have a crisis uh we don't have chaos We just kind of have, you know, the entire impeachment thing going on. And isn't it kind of weird that the impeachment thing is not like a crisis? That it's a... All right, I'm back yet again because, you know, chaos happens. And And it was related to Costa Rica and not tomato paste. Just let's just, we're going to move on. I think the Democrats would be smart to move on. Has this impeachment thing turned out the way they thought it would? I mean, is there anybody out there going, this is working according to plan? My favorite part is when they go and they get like these four law school professors and – these are the people they choose to present to the United States of America to convince the American people, yeah, 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 we are get rid of our elected president because these law professors said so. Okay, I'm a little bit familiar with law professors because last week was like my 25th anniversary of, of being a lawyer. And uh, for that, I was a law student and exposed to law professors. And that exposure, you know, when I think about it, makes me want to die because... You know these guys are, and I think I tweeted this. Law professors are to litigators like me what Max Boot is to soldiers, also like me. You know Max. You know Max Boot. is the guy with the hat and the. Uh, uh, total lack of friends in the future and he used to write military history and now he complains about Trump and the best part of it was when he discovered he had white privilege and he was sad about that because true conservatism is being concerned with these weird fetishes of the left like uh, white privilege and weird pronouns and all the rest of it and I just, oh my gosh so anyway they decide to drag out these professors And they're terrible. I mean, I like to cross the street away from it, from Donald Trump's hotels, because I don't want to be on the same side of the sidewalk as Donald Trump's hotels. And that's a perfectly sane way to go through life. And I'm not a freaky weirdo. I'm not. I'm not. eh, Oh my god. Uh. Okay, not exactly a witness you want. And then she says the thing about Baron Trump. And here's the thing. I thought it was just kind of stupid. Just kind of like, you 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 can name him baron, but you can't make him a baron. Booyah! High five! Hey, faculty lounge, pretty clever, huh? And it's just kind of like, you're like, wah, wah. It's like, no, just stop. Uh, I did like the outrage, though, that, you know, you're attacking Donald Trump's kid. And... I actually posed a question on this, and I'll get back to impeachment in a minute. We're going to do a lot of tangents here because it's my podcast and I'll do what I want. Um, In in any case, I I tweeted out something because I occasionally tweet. I tweeted out, um, tell me why I should be fair and reasonable about this. Okay, because my my first inclination was, okay, it's just stupid, let's move on. But on the other hand, you know isn't the new rule that you freak out about everything and leverage it for maximum outrage power because that's what we're doing now and okay that's the new rule and i'm i'm kind of well known for taking people's new rules and jamming them up their shift box so i tweet that and uh I didn't think anything more of it. I, mean, I didn't think it was like oh, one of my most clever tweets. I just thought, you know, okay, well, maybe, maybe somebody will come along and tell me why I should, you know, approach this as a reasonable person and go, eh, I don't really care, which is my inclination. As I didn't really care. Um, and Frank Luntz, okay, Frank Luntz, you know who Frank Luntz is. I'll tell you Frank Luntz's story in a minute. Frank Luntz, because he's super smart, just ask him. Um, and asked President Hillary, who he predicted would win, famously, he comes out and uh, he tweets back a picture of that tweet. And a picture of one where I, I think it was Mally or Sasha or something, like six years ago, and she got into Harvard. And I said something like, well, gosh, what a coincidence. How do you think she got into Harvard, huh? Was she an achiever? And I'm looking at this. And he, he obviously thinks it's very clever. Now, Frank Luntz occasionally does this to me, uh, and 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 uh, pure delicto, you know, uh, stupid Mitt Romney, that gutless loser, that uh, uh, Candy Crowley, gimp bitch. Uh, he he actually retweeted it, but but Luntz will occasionally do this stuff to me, and I find Luntz really annoying. Uh, I used to find him interesting. I, I met him in a green room once. I said, "Hey, Frank." Kurt Schlichter, he's like, who? And I'm like, okay, all right, you you weird Jerry Nadler-looking oompa-loompa dwarf. You know who I am, but I'm going to be polite because maybe you're just stupid. And uh, I said, hey, you know, I find your work interesting, which is my way of saying it's not really interesting, but I'm trying to be polite. And he kind of went off and was, you know, gave one of his typical please kill me uh, I. You know, this, this segment will never end kind of things. He's so dull and boring and pretentious. Anyway, so he tweets this thing, and a bunch of leftists decides to tweet it because, again, true conservatism. And I'm still baffled why one tweet where I say, why should I be fair and reasonable? That is bringing up the whole idea of the new rules and saying, why, why should the new rules not apply here, essentially? And then I also say, gosh, I wonder why Sasha or Malia or whoever the hell it was didn't get, got into Harvard. Uh, Again, pointing out that Harvard's an elitist school and that rich people and powerful people have an advantage over normal people. And why are these two concepts in conflict or contrast such that you would put them together in a tweet to show what? I, I don't understand. Am I you know the, the other thing is again as Sasha or Millie or whoever it was would presumably be 18 or about 18 when he got into uh, Harvard was that off limits is it inappropriate to point out that you know our uh, uh alleged bettors are leveraging their power to get into good colleges where other people don't get that chance. I mean, didn't we just see all that with Lori Laughlin and um, uh, Felicity Huffman? I mean, wasn't there just a big scandal about that? But I'm not supposed to say it about the Obama family, or I'm not supposed to mention the kids' names, but it's kind of, like, central to mention the kids' names. And after all, I you know I, I actually led a 17-year-old in a war so, I'm kind of like, well, you know, it's not the same as, like, a little kid, even though I wasn't particularly put out about Barrett. So, I guess the point I'm making is Frank Luntz is stupid, and, um, you know, that's the point I'm making. So, anyway, back to impeachment. So, that's my Frank Luntz ta- uh, tangent. You know, every time I see him, it's just like... Uh, I just want I, the Oompa Loompa song plays on my head happens with uh, Jerry Nadler too oh and if you're looking at my VIP article I do have some Oompa Loompa song lyrics related to impeachment so you want to you know you want to check that out on Wednesday anyway um, back to what I was talking about so we've got this uh, uh, these law professors and they are explaining how under uh, the law or the Constitution or something Uh, Not only should Trump be impeached, but he should be super-duper impeached and probably burned at the stake. And... Okay. What's the point of this? Because here's the thing. And I know it's a cliché, like, we're a republic, not a democracy. But the fact that something's a cliché doesn't change the fact that we're a republic, not a democracy. And when people say... Impeachment is whatever the House of Representatives says it is. Well, that's perhaps that's a cliché, but it's also a fact. It is exactly what the House of Representatives says. They just got to get a majority and they can impeach him. What's a high-climb misdemeanor? Who cares, man? All you got to do is vote. It is pure power. That's what it is. Um, but they don't want to be seen as exercising pure unrestrained power, so they bring these law professors in, these Pinko Kami law professors, and you can of understand law professors are terrible on every level okay uh, if you can't do you teach, if you can't do law you teach law and they're just oh my gosh, it's so tiring I remember uh, one of my uh, law professors this was like 28 years ago I was like, what about the Second Amendment? It says we can keep and bear arms. No, you can't. Oh, what about abortion? Yeah, totally there. Well, it doesn't say abortion in the Constitution. You just don't understand. Well, apparently not. Uh, Law professors are the worst. So when you drag them up and show them to normal Americans, normal Americans are like, "Mm, and of course, Jerry Nadler, he can't even keep away. He's like, Doritos. Oh my gosh! You know he's got his belt cinched tightly about his sternum. It's just a, you know, just a, just chaos. So anyway, we got that going, and it's just not going anywhere. Now he's going to get impeached. Nancy's going to come up with two hundred and eighteen dummies to vote for impeachment. Um, you know, Justin Amash is going to be one. Whatever happened to that guy, man? What a weirdo. I don't understand... We'll get get to never-Trumpers in a minute because I like to trip stupid people and talk bad about them. You know, never-Trumpers are the gift that keep on giving if you're kind of, like, malicious like I am. Um... you know, they are going to impeach him, and there are a bunch of purple state Democrats, the ones who were elected. You know, I'm here to solve problems and bipartisanship and reach across the aisle, and I'm not going to be Nancy Pelosi's puppet. And of course, they are Nancy Pelosi's puppet. And a lot of these guys, these purple, they're like, I do not want to do this impeachment thing. And there are actually a couple of Democrats who said, I'm not on board, not doing it. Uh, but you know, she's in, t- she's in a tough position. Look, here's the thing about Nancy Pelosi. She's not stupid. She's not a dumb woman. She is cunning. She is evil. And she... Uh, and, and a noted Catholic. Did you did you love the Catholic thing? Where she's like, I, I don't hate anyone. Don't go there. Don't you go there. You know, and I'd be like, well, do, do you hate fetuses? Because you seem to want to kill them up until the time they're about getting Social Security. It's, uh, you know got a little fetus problem. Just, I'm, I'm not Catholic, but I'm pretty sure abortion's a no-no in the Catholic thing. Just saying, not telling you how to run your religion. I'm just saying I'm a little confused. I don't hate anyone. I pray for the president. Okay, praying for lightning to strike him doesn't count. Any case. Anyway, she she's in a tough position. She, she's got to deal with a squad and all the leftists who are like in districts, they're like nine. They're gonna get reelected with ninety percent, right? You know, their big worry is somebody even more communist is gonna try and primary them. and um, they, 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 you know, they, they don't care. If, yeah, we're gonna impeach him, and you get the people in the regular districts going, um, uh, maybe this is the best way to go. I'm hoping. This backfires on him, and let's let's examine the track record. Because I, you know, again, it's no secret I was not a Trump supporter at the beginning. You know, I came around to Trump later, uh, after he proved to be kind of the avenging angel of doom for conservatism, uh, who would smite our enemies, and I am so down with the smiting. So, you know, I I didn't believe Donald Trump was going to do what he said was good, though. And uh, he—he certainly has, and I'm—I'm down with it. I'm down with Trump uh, because of that, because he's out there making their lives a living hell. And I think, you know, having observed him over years and years, we're about four years in of Trump now. The fact is, he just doesn't lose. He gets these conflicts and he wins. He somehow pulls it out. I don't know how it happens. I don't know how he does it. It kind of freaks me out a little bit, but he does it. And I think he's going to do it again. I think Donald Trump is going to somehow turn this uh, festival of Onanism that is the impeachment hearings into winning the House of Representatives back. And I, I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds, you know, like I'm. I, I'm I'm being all you know Pollyannish and you know hopeful, but Trump has this track record of doing what no one thinks he can do, and it just works out for him. I mean, it, you know they say God looks out for drunks. God looks out for drunks and for Donald Trump because he's dodged all these things. I mean, Robert Muller he dodged that and. You know, all the other stuff. Kim Jong-il, he's having a little thing with Kim Jong-il, but we're not in a war, a war which would kill, you know, millions of people. We're not in one. Um, Iran is teetering. I mean, his enemy, you know, God, look at Baghdadi. He's in chunks. Oh, my gosh, how cute was that dog? That dog was so cool. Conan the dog. Oh, my gosh, so cool. Anyway, look, look. Trump's enemies fall by the wayside. You know, I mean, you, you look at, like, like look at those dork uh, uh, Europeans who were kind of snickering about Trump at the party, like the cool nerdy kids. Cool nerdy kids. Well, they were at least nerdy kids. It's like, you know, the like the, the, the trying to be mean girls, except, you know, pretty much all they had down was the girls part. Don, you know, Trudeau just got a jobs report where he lost a ton of jobs. Trump just set a record. You know, Marcone's popularities, uh, right up there with uh, uh, herpes, and you know, and, and he's snickering at Trump. Trump, Trump just hit like fifty-two on Rasmussen. That's just astonishing. It, it, so, so Trump has this weird power. Uh, he he's like. Midas, you know, everything he touches turns to gold, and it's just remarkable, so I think, I think he's going to turn this uh, idiotic impeachment thing thank you, bitey, this idiotic impeachment thing to gold and that's why I think it um, now, they're going to keep going with it, I mean, I think they want to, what they want to do is put an asterisk by his name, you know, one of the three impeached presidents ever uh, Andrew Johnson Bill Clinton and Donald Trump and, and Trump, like you know, if, if you really want to um, make Trump care, don't bother with the "Hey, here's your legacy" thing because he's just done, he's he's honey badger and he doesn't care. He doesn't care about his legacy. All right, well, the uh, history books gonna write bad about me. I'll be dead after sleeping with hundreds of hot women. You know, I mean, that, that's kind of his thought process. I think I don't know, I don't know him, uh, but he just doesn't care. You know, he's like, hey, I'm president, you're not. You can put an asterisk on there, but at least you're putting some on there. Because, you know, unlike Hillary Clinton, who's wandering around Chautauqua, you know, with a half-open bottle of screw-top Chardonnay, goes like, I'm president. <laughs> I'm president, I am, I am. Going on like Howard Stern. She, you know, she goes on Howard Stern, and he asks if she's a lesbian, and she goes, well, believe it or not, I like men. Dude, they're, oh. Here's my question: Why are Democrat women like her and Katie Hill ruining the male lesbian fantasy for all of us? It's just it's just tragic. Anyway, so uh, tomorrow, Monday, and you'll probably be reading this. You 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 probably already know what's in the report. But I'm going to tell you what's in the report. Nothing of interest. The th- there will be a few things showing misconduct. There will be no recommendation for prosecution. Uh, it will be as close to a whitewash as it can be without either being white or washed. Uh, it's just going to be. It, it's going to be a big nothing. Durham. Now he may indict some people. He's got some this Horowitz guy. Um, mark my words. It's going to be nothing. Now there there will be stuff in it. There will be stuff that shows misconduct by the deep state. And I use that term non-ironically because that's what it is. It's a bunch of uh, established losers with a track record of failure presuming to uh, run our country on our behalf. And I'm just tired of them. And Horowitz is one of them. And he's not going to he's not do anything. It's going to be a big nothing. Mark my words. Now, I'd love to be wrong. I'd love to you guy. <laughs> well, Kurt, little did you know. Well, okay, little do I know. I'll take it. Yay. I, I think it's going to be nothing. Mark my words. It's going to be a big disappointment, and you should be disappointed. Because, remember, there is a dual-track system of justice. There is justice for them, and there is justice for us. And Hillary Clinton can go do things with... Classified material that would have uh, you or me or any of us uh, locked up in Leavenworth converting uh, large blocks of rock into small pebbles with hammers. Uh, She, on the other hand, skips out. And why does she skip out? Because she is elite, because she is special, because of the professional courtesy, the deep state, extended to one of her own. There are two systems of justice, one for us, one for them. Uh, Look at General Flynn, great guy, and he gets prosecuted for really was a frame-up. And you look at guys like Brennan and Clapper and all the rest, Comey, McCabe, lying through their teeth and nothing. All right. I hate to break it to you, but I'm going to break it to you anyway. There is not going to be any justice for these people. These people are not going to get prosecuted. All right. we are not going to get justice on that we start although in my new book collapse which you should all have gone and bought uh, James Comey does make an appearance James Comey is he's talked about he's he's like Poochie when he's you know when he's not on screen all the characters are talking about him, uh, but he does he does show up so you might want to get that in any case back to the Horowitz report. It's going to be a big nothing. And the media is going to run it down or claim it's a total exoneration. And there'll be a few things, and we'll bring them up, and the mainstream media will ignore them. Uh, Tucker will talk about them. That's cool. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe Shannon Bream and the rest. But, you know, in general, it's going to be a big nada. And it doesn't please me to say I, I'm not happy about it. I, I would like to see Justice done. But... Uh, you know I've been a lawyer for 25 years I mean, if you're looking for justice you need to be looking heavenward because ain't down here folks ain't down here what actually happens uh, bears only a fleeting resemblance to justice although I did think it was interesting they had uh, did, did you see the latest uh, please don't put this guy to death uh, he, 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 he was a guy who uh, went blind right on death row in 28 years on death row, uh, he's the guy who uh, uh, set fire to his girlfriend. He, he literally covered her with gas and set her on fire. People are like, "Oh my gosh, it's like not Believe you're putting a blind guy to death?" I'm like, he literally, you f- know, set fire to his girlfriend, man. It's, it's, it's you know, it, it, look, I I think people can make a case that the the death penalty is wrong on some level, religious, moral. Uh, practical utilitarian level you make that argument i'm not gonna be mad at you for making that argument it's not outrageous there are a lot of people actually who i respect greatly who just don't believe in the death penalty okay so this is you know it's one of those things you can argue all right but let me and, I, and i'm a lawyer and i've done this a lot i'm pretty good at it if you're going to make a case against the death penalty, don't make it by trying to get us to pity the guy who set his girlfriend on fire. All right? This is not a winning argument. This is a bad argument, and you shouldn't make it. Don't make that argument. Just, no. Just save it. So what else we got? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think. There's just not much going on. It, it, I mean, this is like, really, really. this is like the first kind of slow period, news-wise, in, gosh, like four years. And, of course, it it starts right as I start my podcast. And I, I got to, and, and I, I, I mean, there's it, obviously stuff to talk about, because I've shot my mouth off for about a half hour so far. Um, I think the podcast is going to go a lot like this. I think it's going to be a lot of me just sort of talking about what's, you know, on my mind at the moment, and I hope you enjoy it. I, I don't know if I'm gonna have guests. I may have guests, may not have guests. I don't know. It's like technical problems. It's a you know, I used to do one where I would go get guests, and it was just a giant hassle, and I I stopped doing that, um, and just basically started shooting my mouth off. But I kind of like being in a venue where I can just talk. It's like my columns which I think are kind of like a conversation where I'm doing all my talking. And um, I think that, uh, you know, once we figure out a title, because I don't have a title for this podcast yet, and we're kicking around some ideas, but many of them are terrible, so we're not going to do them. Um, We'll get on. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell me where we should go with this i'll answer questions i'll do whatever you want you got my if you're a vip you've got my email kurt schlichter at uh, townhall.com easy kurt schlichter one uh it's kurt dot schlichter townhall.com and uh you can send me a thing and say you know your podcast sucks you should focus make your dog shut up have people stop coming in asking you about uh, tomato paste status uh, while you're trying to do a podcast you can bring all that up that's fine i you know i you know criticism helps focus although i prefer compliments that allow me to rest on my laurels uh criticism is uh you know useful too and uh i uh, I, I would look forward to it so i want to hear more about that um also uh i gotta pimp my books uh, collapse, man. That's the new Kelly Turnbull book. The ones, and that's the that's the series about America broken too, uh, People's Republic, Indian Country, Wildfire. The newest is Collapse. It's just been out for like a little over two weeks, and it's uh it's still selling a heck of a lot. It's getting uh, like five stars. And Bill Crystal, Bill Crystal, ahoy, um, that cruise Shilling hack in his, you know, he and his. Uh, band of uh, sexually defective losers at the bulwark called my books appalling. So I took that and I, I literally put that on the back of the book because they, you, you can't get a better compliment than that uh, uh, invertebrate weirdo saying you're appalling. So I think you ought to check them out. They're cool. You can go. Uh, uh, go on my little town hall columns and just hit the link and you can check them out and they're fun and cool and I enjoy it was funny because I like took the books like lying around on my thing and I was like okay uh I just gotta shut my mind down for a second I'm gonna read some pick up my own book and I start reading it and it's like I didn't read it I was like I don't remember writing that sentence but it's a really good sentence and I, I think it's fun I think it's a fun book I think Collapse is a fun book I think it's probably the it may be the most uh, uh, the best of the bunch but I like them all in their own way um, so anyway if, if you got feedback on that I'd like to hear about that because I gotta write another one I'm actually here, here's the thing I'm, I'm writing a book for Regnery which is another Salem thing I gotta get that done by February um, and I've already written a few thousand words today on it um and then I'm going to swing into my next novel. And it'll either be an Kelly Termal novel or maybe something slight. I just don't know. I don't know. So if you got feedback on that, give it. Anyway, this is a Kurt Schlichter podcast for Town Hall's VIP Elite. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it hasn't been a complete disaster. Uh, hopefully it'll get better. So, uh, on behalf of me, Barky, and Bitey, who have been uh, assisting in its preparation, I want to say thanks and uh, look forward to talking to you more. Adios.